everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we're really excited today to get to know another actor here. We have Mikey Selkin on the podcast. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Mikey. Oh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So this is your first time on the podcast. So we like to get to know you a little bit. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you got started uh, acting? What was your, uh, what inspired you to get into acting? Oh, okay. What inspired me? I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I always think I was a little bit of a performer and I always loved the attention. Um, I can remember being in my living room and just making my mom and my dad laugh and my brother and just like loving that experience. I was like, I want more of this. And then I remember uh, in high school doing a, a musical and I was like, okay, I think I, I really, really like this. And then- uh, What musical were you in? You know, it's so funny because I can't remember it. I just, <laughs> I don't remember it. And uh, I just remember dancing. I remember uh -huh. singing, but I don't remember the name of it. Okay. And I've always meant to like, think about that and like, look it up. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. Um, yeah. I just really enjoyed it. I, I really love performing and I can't sing, by the way. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> Would have loved to do a Broadway show. And everyone says that, uh, you know, I just need to train my voice, but uh -huh. That's really where it started. And then, yeah, I went to New York um, and I studied with uh, William Esper at, at William Esper Studios and kind of got the ball rolling from there. So you went to New York. Were you, were you thinking of doing the stage? I mean, I, I wanted to do stage. Um, I always wanted to do film and television, but stage was always in the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. um, and I did a couple off, off Broadway projects, but uh I, I actually did a commercial when I was a kid. My cousin got me into it. Um, she's like, yeah, you should do this. She actually said I should do some modeling. So I actually did illustrations for a book. Oh, and really? Then, yeah. And then uh, the agent was like, you should try it for this uh, commercial. So I did this commercial for a toy company. Again, I don't remember. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did that commercial. But uh, yeah, there was something about the stage that really interested me, you know? But uh, nevertheless, I never really made it to the stage and film and television is where I've been at and commercial mm -hmm. as well. So then did you go out to LA or did? I did. Yeah. yeah. I did like every other actor. In yeah, I was going to say, you can't be in New York for television. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I traveled to LA. My cousin, when I was 16, we came out to LA. He lived out here. And I just remember thinking, this is the most magical place ever. Uh -huh. And I always, in the back of my mind, thought, I'm going to move to L.A. one day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the stars yeah. aligned. And I was like, all right, this is it. I have to be in L.A. now. Mm -hmm. And yeah. yeah, it said on your IMDb that you had done a bunch of commercials. Uh, and is that kind of how you got started? I did, yeah. yeah. I So, yeah, I did that commercial when I was younger. And then I did a couple in New York. And then really, when I got to L.A., is when I really started to take off and do a bunch of commercials mm -hmm. and yeah, you know, thankfully they are some of the, the highest paying jobs per hour, you know, for an actor. So it's yeah. a great day of work basically. Yeah. Yeah. You did for like the gap and stuff like that. Right. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Then diet Coke and yeah. Just, yeah. That's but, cool. Yeah. Uh, so do you remember the first role that you ever got on, on camera on screen? Um, yeah, uh, I believe the first, well, was that the first role? Well, the first role that really, um, 
was impactful for me was I remember on house ah. and I remember I'm like oh my gosh I'm gonna meet Hugh Laurie and I'm gonna have this great experience and and yeah I just remember being on screen and like having my little viewing party and all my friends watching my couple minutes <laughs> of being on screen yeah and, and I was like this is this is like you know house was a hit show I think it was on sure. for like years or something like that yeah yeah. So yeah, that was a really, really big deal for me. And um, that was actually my last credit to be a, a full guild member, I believe. Okay. So, the SAG after on that. Uh -huh. So uh, yeah. I didn't actually do a scene with you, Lori, which I was a little disappointed, <laughs> but it's all good. Yeah. You know, I uh, I wasn't the patient in the room, but um, I was the, the, the problem that happened before, basically, uh, if anyone... Okay. Right, right, right. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the good folks at Baker Publishing Group. They have a special deal right now. If you go to their website, bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash hallmarkies and enter code hallmarkies40, that you will get 40% off any of the books that we're talking about today. And today we are talking about sweet historical romances. This is the perfect book for the hearty in your life. If you have a fan of One Calls the Heart, they will love these books. First, let's start with Under the Starry Skies by Tracy Peterson. When an accident leaves Cassandra Barton incapacitated, she spends her time compiling a book of stories about the men working on the Santa Fe Railroad. But worry grows as revolutionaries set out to destroy the railroad. As danger intensifies, Cassie and her longtime friend Brandon must rely on their faith to overcome the obstacles that stand in the way. Next, A Model of Devotion by Mary Connolly. A brilliant engineer, Jilly Stiles, sets her focus on fulfilling her dream of building a mountaintop railroad and remaining independent. But when a cruel and powerful man goes to dangerous lengths to try to make Jilly his own, marrying her friend Nick may be the only way to save herself and her dreams. Next, A Daughter's Courage by Misty M. Beller. Charlotte Durand sets out on an expedition in search of a skilled artisan who can repair a treasured chalice, but her hike becomes much more daunting when a treacherous snowstorm sets in. When Damien Levette finds Charlotte stranded, they must work together to survive the peril of the mountains against all odds. A Gem of Truth by Kimberly Woodhouse, longing for a fresh start, Julia Schultz takes a job as a Harvey girl at the El Tovar Hotel, where she's challenged to be her true self. United by the discovery of a legendary treasure, Julia and master jeweler Christopher Miller fi find hope in each other. But when Julia's past catches up with her, will she lose everyone's trust? Then The Lady of Galway Manor by Jennifer Dybul. In 1920 Galloway, amid the Irish War of Independence, the daughter of a British landlord becomes an apprentice jeweler to the descendant of the creator of the famed Clotta Ring. As the two learn to work together and see each other in a new light, they start to uncover the true meaning of love, loyalty, and friendship. And finally, The Secrets of Emberwild by Stefania H. McGee. Nora Fenton inherits a struggling horse farm and a dangerous secret from her father, one that new horse trainer Silas Cavallaro threatens to uncover as he searches for the truth behind his own father's death. 
As the two grow closer over their shared passion for horses, the mysteries and dangers of the past loom closer than ever. So head over to bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash Hallmarkies to pick up one of these great books and use code Hallmarkies40 for 40% off these titles from November 14th to December 12th. That's bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash Hallmarkies and use code Hallmarkies40 for 40% off. How did you get through the quarantine and uh did you just make a whole bunch of self tapes and everything uh, yeah i mean yeah quarantine was kind of rough i'm sure for everybody but yeah. uh yeah everything just started shifting shifting to self tapes and which was good and bad um mm-hmm. you know all of a sudden now i have to find somebody do it through zoom and but it was great cuz now you could like crank them out you didn't really have to go anywhere which, yeah um, and I didn't, I wasn't one of those people who made bread, unfortunately. Uh, I was going to yeah. say, do you do sourdough? No, no like sourdough. Puzzles? <laughs> way too tough. Way too tough. Um, I, I have a, a five-year-old too. Oh, I, that'll do so, it. Yeah. So at the time I wasn't trying to think of anything other than, okay, why do I keep him occupied? Um, yeah. Three basically, but, but so my hands are full. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, the self tapes, you know, it really helped actually because I was able to audition um, a lot more, and it's actually where I ended up getting Christmas movies. I had never really auditioned mm-hmm. for a Christmas movie before. Yeah, yeah. So you sent in a self tape for a chance for Christmas. Is that how you got that? I did. Yeah. So sent in a self tape, got the audition from my agent, and just sent it in. Never thought anything about it, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you got the role. And it was amazing. It was, I was like, wow, this is so great. You know, it was like my first booking off of a self tape. Yeah. Was it your first project out of after quarantine? Yeah. Yeah. It was my first project. Yeah. It was, it was the, it, we were in quarantine really technically. I mean, you know, there was all the, the protocols and stuff, but yeah, it was, uh, it was really cool. The set was, everyone was nice on set and every everyone was super chill and yeah it was great yeah was this your first lead it was it yeah, was my first that, lead that must have been exciting yeah yeah it was with uh tori anderson and mm-hmm. she's super sweet um and yeah she was just really giving we had great scenes together and um it was really really fun mm-hmm. it was like it, they tried to make it not as much of a you know, it was obviously there was a love story in there, but it was a comedy. He really wanted yeah. to be. Yeah. So I was going to say it was a clever story of this social media about social media and this influencer caught in this time loop and kind of thing. But I think it would be challenging to make every scene, every one of those time loops kind of impactful. And a lot of that probably does go on to Tori, uh, you know, making it and making it work. Uh, but uh, but yeah, was that something you you thought about and you talked about um yeah I mean you know I had thought about it of like okay this is like the groundhog day basically but yeah. I always knew in the back of my head that you know um it was a good story it was it was mm-hmm. written really well I thought and like you said it was clever so um each you know in film we shoot everything out of sequence Order anyway yeah yeah so like it was just about the day and the day of we were just like okay, this is what we're doing today. And, you know, we had a really great director 
who, uh, you know, uh, Steph Brogan, um, mm-hmm. who's actually from Degrassi, the original. I don't know if anyone oh, yeah? knows that show. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, he made it super fun. He just, every time we would do a take, he would just be like, okay, do one for you and have fun. And so he was really great. And yeah, it just was, it was super easy. It was just fun. It wasn't, it wasn't hard to remember. Sometimes I'll actually admit, sometimes it was hard to remember, okay, where are we in the story again? Because yeah. you, na- you naturally do that. Like I said, we shoot out of sequence, but then it was like, okay, what actually happened? How many days have actually passed? Is it 60 days now? Is it yeah. 20? Do I like her in this scene? Or no. <laughs> so those, yeah, there were definitely like two or three times where we're like, okay, we have to remember, you know, did we actually kiss? Have we kissed? You know, <laughs> was that filmed in Vancouver? No, that was actually shot in Ottawa, Ottawa on uh, okay. Ottawa, Canada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and, but it was in the summer. No, it was. Oh, in the- so you lucked out for your first yeah. one. Yeah. The last, uh, the last, a couple of times I've been shooting stuff for winter that is in winter, the dead wow. of winter. See, that's good because usually they're you're roasting to death in yeah. these in yeah. scarves We're, and jackets. Yeah, no, we definitely had some heat warmers in our gloves and in our feet and yeah. our shoes. So uh-huh. yeah, definitely cold. Those outdoor scenes, we were like, okay, all right, we ready. We're ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So then this year you have two movies coming out or one's already come out with uh designing Christmas mm-hmm. and you were the other guy in that one, right? I was, yeah. But you weren't like, I have to say, you weren't like a, like a fun snobby other guy, you know, sometimes the bad man of business that who knows why the heroine is dating this jerk, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I think those can be hilarious. No, but yours, I was just like, what are they putting this poor man through? Like, they Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Designing Christmas was fun. Um, and it's, it is interesting because I, when I read it, I was like, oh, I'm not that bad, you know? No. <laughs> I was like, usually it is the guy who gets shafted because you're like, okay, he doesn't deserve her. But I was like, I'm a good guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so. <laughs> Well, and this whole like wedding and, uh, and I mean, usually they don't have the heroine, like actually cheat, like they'll like get close to it or whatever. No, but she's like, kiss this guy. And I'm like, what? I know. I know. You know, it's, thank it's, you for seeing my side of things. <laughs> yeah. I think we need the spinoff of right. <laughs> your character. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was, it, it was, it was interesting to play that character and it was, uh, it was different in the sense of the traditional bad guy gets shafted. So, but I think the the cool thing about it was that uh, everything worked out the way it was supposed to. I guess. You know? Yeah. So, because heck, if I ended up marrying her, uh, we wouldn't have worked out. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So you'll go on to do your. Uh, uh, your reality television show probably in this world (laughs) i dated her yeah that's right ho 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 we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies patreon do you love hallmarkies podcast especially at christmas do you enjoy the holiday previews recaps interviews and bonus episodes 
If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. So we have Sensational Christmas coming out on Lifetime. Oh. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Um, okay, so Sensational Christmas, like you said, coming out Thursday, December 8th on Lifetime. And it's about uh, a, a woman who works as a perfumer perfumer and she's got she's getting burnt out loves her job but getting burnt out goes back to help her dad with um their candle business and she learns that her father has hired me logan osborne to help out with this business this fledgling business and we kind of butt heads in the way that we want to run it or see it fit i guess yeah and uh I don't know, wackiness ensues, I guess. <laughs> yes. So yeah, they managed, did they make all of the candles in this one little cabin? Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you worked with Nazneen uh, on this one and she is so great. We love her. Yeah, Nazneen's amazing. She is really, really great. Um, not only is she a great actress, but a great mom. I remember a couple times during our take, she was like ordering food for her kids while they were away because we shot this one as well in Canada. Um, and yeah, I was just like, you're amazing. Look at you, you know? It's like yeah. she can jump in and out and just, yeah, she's a super lovely woman and very giving as far as uh, a scene partner. Yeah, I believe it. She, uh, she and She's so stunning. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we, we've had her on the podcast before and we really enjoyed and really enjoyed talking to her. Uh, did you have to work at all on your kind of chemistry to do anything um, to help? We actually didn't, we didn't have like a chemistry read or read through before. Um, just met her the first time, you know, a lot of these time, a lot of these movies, you know, you don't really meet your scene partner until mm -hmm. the day of, or like, you know, a couple of days before, sometimes they tell you in advance, but most of the time you're just meeting for the first time. Yeah. Thankfully, I thought that we, uh, we hit it off right away when we, we met at our fitting and we're like, oh, hey, yeah, this is great. What do you think of this? And in, in the scene, in the script and, and we were just kind of riffing off that and yeah, we just kind of went from there. So mm -hmm. hopefully the audience sees a good <laughs> love story and sees the chemistry between us. It seems like they often film the romantic scenes like early too in the shoot. Yeah. You know, you got to get it out the gate, get us loving each other. <laughs> Which is so I interesting. Mean, start to hugging, me. start kissing. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> I think that would be very, I guess it breaks the ice. You're just going from that point forward. 
yeah, that's it. You know, now you're just like, all right, now we're moving backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so was this filmed on, where was this all filmed, this cabin and everything? This was all filmed. Um, I can't remember the exact area. I want to say it's called, it's somewhere in Hamilton, Ontario. So in Canada. Okay, or, yeah, uh, Ancaster, I think, is the area. Um, but um, yeah, it's like an old, um, you know, not prairie. What do you call those? Uh, those areas, yeah, like but farmhouse they, thing. Yeah, like they fully restored an area, and like they have all the cabins, and they made it look like it's an, you know, an old town basically, which was really cool to shoot at. Yeah, that would be and, cool. Yeah, and then as you saw, you know, all the the candles are made in this little wood shop and like we have yeah. hot cocoa and everything. <laughs> and let me tell you, we shot that in the winter as well. And it was cold. It was super <laughs> cold. <laughs> so every, you know, I'm sure there's some breath scene you can see in some of the scenes, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you do a self tape for this one or did they come to you? I actually didn't. I got this, it was this offered to me. So yeah. this yeah, this was really, this was nice. Um, I was super excited when I got the offer. I was actually in Denmark. I got this in, I found out about this in August of 2021, I guess. Uh -huh. um, yeah. And found out I was going to be shooting this. It was like, Hey, you got this. You're going to be shooting this. Um, and yeah, enjoy the rest of your vacation. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. My first yeah. offer for a Christmas movie. Great. Yeah. So did they, they, did they have you come in pretty quick? I know sometimes they make these offers and you have a, you know, a few days to get ready to go. Yeah. Thankfully I had a little bit of time. So mm -hmm. uh, I think they were still working out some kinks in the script. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was, I got it. Yeah. The end of the deal and everything went through, I guess the end of September. And then I didn't shoot this until like around Thanksgiving. So like the end of November, December. Uh -huh. we started. Okay. Yeah. So I had some yeah. time. It was good. Yeah. So I got to like research my character a little bit and figure him out. So it really was in winter. Yeah. 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 Dead of winter. <laughs> <laughs> I remember me and Nazneen being like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Did you, do you feel sometimes doing Christmas movies that when you actually go to celebrate Christmas, you're like, I'm done. I'm Christmas out. No, no, yes. I actually, yeah, I love Christmas. Um, I think Christmas is great. You know, I got my uh -huh. little set out here. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, so I think the holidays are, uh, yeah, just a great time to like start winding down, spend time with the family. And then, you know, I, I feel everyone's just a little bit happier, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's like you, I think you had mentioned, you know, sometimes we shoot stuff out of sequence or out of season. So sometimes yeah. we shoot in the summer. So by the time it comes, becomes Christmas, you're like, yeah, yeah, this is great. Yeah. You've been um, like celebrating Christmas all year. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll give you my address if you want to send a gift, you know, I'm yeah. totally <laughs> same. Anybody wants to send. There you go, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I liked the relationship between her and her dad in this one. I thought that that was well done i liked uh i'm not sure, not sure the actor's name but uh who played her dad um sugith i guess sugith Vergeese. Yeah. yeah okay yeah he was he was good i thought that it felt believable between the two father daughter yeah he was great he's really really great um he's you know veteran actor been around for a while um i don't he uh was on kim's convenience i don't know if anyone's familiar with that I love Kim's Convenience so much. 
Yeah. So he, yeah. he's that and uh, he's super funny. And yeah, he was just another pleasure uh, to, to work with. And he really, as you said, just uh, the chemistry between them as father and daughter was, was really fun. Mm-hmm. You know? Did they let you take some of those candles? Oh. No, I, I didn't take <laughs> any of those candles. And I made a, two of those candles too. You know? like, there was a couple uh, times I was like, oh man, yeah. I made a candle, look at me. <laughs> like rude. Yeah, we didn't take any candles home. Uh, they were trying to make sure the actors did not get injured in any way. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I uh, everybody should check it out. Uh, it's like you said on Thursday the eighth, right? Yep. On right, Hallmark. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Lifetime. Yeah. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Well, let's do our fun Christmas questions. Okay. Okay. First one, what is your favorite holiday drink? Ooh. That is a good one. I, I'm going to say I like the adult beverage of a hottie toddy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Always all right. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite holiday cookie or treat? I love gingerbread men cookies. Those are amazing. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I awesome. like making my son now too. So he loves them. Mm-hmm. Good. Very good. Okay. What's your favorite Christmas song or carol? Oh, that is a tough one. That is a tough one. Um, uh wow i'm gonna have to say you know classic i guess jingle bells that's Mm -hmm. a good one yeah so many so many that are good Mm -hmm. all right what's your favorite classic christmas movie oh uh okay i'm gonna say you know there's a there's a couple i love but uh don't judge me but i love love actually Mm -hmm. that's one um home alone is amazing and um yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm going to say those are my two, my top two that I always watch on on Christmas. I think this is like an anniversary for Love Actually uh, this is. year. Uh, yeah, it came out in, uh, so I guess came out in 2003. So okay. next year. Gotcha. Is, uh, 20 years of Love Actually. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Make you feel old. Make yeah, feel I'm old. like, oh, I, I don't remember being that old when I watched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Home Alone's a favorite of mine as well. Uh, That's the first comedy that I really connected with. I I went to see it with my grandparents, and uh, and I just remember seeing it was the funniest thing ever. So funny, so funny. Yeah, I still think it's funny even today. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, every time I watch it, I still laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very endearing too. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. the whole thing with the old man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got a good message too. I think about family, you know, and the chaos sometimes, but right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, you got to wonder what is in the house. Why don't they don't just move on? 
<laughs> it's like the only house in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know, <laughs> you're like, you guys could go anywhere by now. You know? Yeah, <laughs> just move on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Which do you like better, Scrooge or the Grinch? Ooh, I've never been asked that. That's a good one. Um, I'm going to go with um, Scrooge. Okay, Scrooge. good. Yeah, they're both characters who hate Christmas, who get redeemed. Yeah. Who get redeemed, you know? Yeah. All right. Which do you like better, clear lights or colored? Oh, I mean, colored. Come on. <laughs> I know there's a lot of people who disagree with me, but. <laughs> You're like shade thrown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman? Oh, snowball fight. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, do you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not? Excellent gift wrapper. I'm going to take credit. Yeah. For that. Yeah. <laughs> On the back. Yeah. Okay, good. Last question. Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? I do not. Yeah. Probably I... being in LA, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, no. It's and you know, there are all those, there are parties where they say wear them and I always mean to go and buy one and I just never end up yeah. doing it. You're like, all my sweaters are great. They're not ugly. Yeah, I'm like, why can't we just call this an ugly sweater? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, you did it. You answered all the questions. Awesome. That was Very great. Good. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on, talking with us. And do you have social media that you want to share or anything like that? I do. Yeah. People can follow me on Instagram. Uh, it's just my name. I spelled it a little bit differently. M-Y-K-E-E. Um, and, and then Selkin, S-E-L-K-I-N, but yeah, you can find me there or on Facebook and, and yeah, check me out. Keep in touch. We'll have all that in the description. You also definitely follow and, uh, hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Thank you. You as well. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. (laughs) Hey, we'd like to thank Mikey for coming on the podcast. This was so much fun to talk with him. He's great. And so let us know what you think about all the different things we've talked about. We'd love to have your comments in the comment section or on Twitter. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes. And uh, you can find the podcast, the Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. Don't, don't try to contact us through our Facebook right now. Our Facebook is down because of frustrations with Meta. If anyone can help us with that, uh, with our page being disabled, please help us. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, don't check us through our Facebook, but all the other social medias are currently working at the moment. So please take a look at that. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews that helps us so, so much helps people to find the podcast. And uh, if you are listening and watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which is the best way that you can support us and you get really amazing perks. And we have watch alongs, which are so much fun. And we've got some really good ones coming up and play in, in the works. So please take a look at the patron group. It's definitely worth your while. And uh, then we also have the merch store where you can get lots of great gifts for the postable, hardy, hallmarky in your life. Uh, we have tons of fun, festive designs, Please take a look at that. And thanks again to Mikey. And we wish you all a very Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you later. Bye.